0: Uh, <laughs> Corned beef. You got the generic brand. And then you got the really expensive brand, Libby's. Nine, i nine, okay? I'm just saying, one costs $3 a can, another one costs 99 cents we could say, wait a minute, oh, mm <laughs> Where I go in with that generic can of corned beef, I'm better than that. going to be that God may be trying to teach me a lesson, like He did with, with me in the Honda. Oh, by the way, side note, I so love the vehicle. <laughs> it, 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 I was teasing Mona Lisa the other day. It's got seven, it's a seven passenger vehicle. And I said, boy, sweetie, you know what? I was looking at them with the children in the car. And I said, you know what? I think we could fit one more baby inside there. I am grateful. But sometimes pride is so subtle. I was saying with the group the other night, uh, one of the hardest times for me is after a time like this. And people come to me after the service to say, Boy, Patrick, that was a good message. And the wolves of pride, harf, harf, and you can go, yeah, boy, that was good. Hey, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. How does pride... How could pride affect my behavior? I've never seen it happen here at Calvary. So just bear with me. So I'm sitting in the third pew on the left. And the usher comes and says, "Um, Excuse me sir, could you slide over? We want to... We're trying to find extra space for some guests." What are you talking to? You know how long I've been sitting here in this pew? for the last 20 years I've been sitting right and you want me to move? Hmm? like I said I haven't seen it in Calvary but I've seen it other places you don't know who I am? Let's look at some more Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. Proverbs 29, verse 23. Listen to what it says. A man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, I think it is, or verse 8. For Proverbs chapter 16 verse 18 says, Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before stumbling. Where do you and I fit in? We should, as far as where we are on this, on this, on this scope, on this scale, Uh, Mark chapter 7. Let's go over to the New Testament. You don't have to turn there, just listen to it. I want you to listen to the company that the word pride is listed in. Mark chapter 7 verse 20. Jesus is speaking, He says, He was saying, That which proceeds out of the man, that is what defiles the man for from within out of the heart of man proceed evil thoughts fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries deeds of coveting and wickedness as well as deceit sensuality, envy, slander pride and foolishness good night all these evil things proceed from within and defile the man, Jesus was telling them. Let's go on. First uh, Peter chapter 5. And forgive me for running, but I don't have a clock on me. So I am just going to wail through this. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5 and 6. Sorry, verse 6 says, Therefore humble yourselves. Well, let's read verse 5 you younger men likewise be subject to your elders and all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another for God is opposed to the proud but gives grace to the humble therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God why so that he may exalt you at the proper time you know sometimes Sometimes, every once in a while, um, the, 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 the notion gets up in my mind, um, especially being uh, from a community like Fox Hill, where people used to tell me, hey, nothing good come out of Fox Hill. I don't know where they got that idea from, but, but that would be what they would say. And every once in a while, I'd find myself in a place of uh, prestige. And I'll sit there and I'll gloat a little bit. Just a little. And I'll say, boy, I wish those folks who said nothing good come out of Fox Hill could see me now. Never been there? Um, God in His incredible sense of humor has um, allowed me to be able to travel somewhat throughout the Caribbean. And I find myself in the company of people with Ph.D.s and master's degrees of all sorts. And sometimes it's easy to feel about, so big, when you're around their company, in their midst, and you hear them talk, and boy, they drop some heavy words, and boy, you just start to say, oh, wow. And if you're not careful, that, 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 that sinful pride starts to rear up and what could happen is I start seeking after those things so next thing I know I'm off in graduate school why I don't know but I get my degree just so I can be called Dr. Rutherford Hey, I got a good ring to it by the way can we look at one or two more passages Luke chapter 18 Luke chapter 18 is a an interesting passage. Jesus is giving a parable in Luke chapter 18. Uh, where are we? Luke chapter 18, verse 9. It says, And Jesus told this parable to some people, who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and viewed others with contempt. Two men, Jesus says, went up into the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and was praying this to himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people swindlers unjust adulterers and even like this tax collector i fast twice a week and i pay tithes on all that i get but the tax collector standing some distance away was even unwilling to lift his eyes to heaven but was beating his breast or his chest saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. What a stark contrast. The Pharisee saying, listen, God, I am so glad that I like. As a matter of fact, God, I fast and I tithe and I do I go to church every Sunday. I am a good husband. I take care of my wife and children. I, I, I am on the usher board. I am on the deacon board. I sing in the choir. I fill in the blank. And what was the prayer of the tax collector or the publican? Oh God. Have mercy on me. I am a sinner. Listen to Philippians chapter 2 verses 3 to 8. As we close. As we bring this to a close. We still got an hour or so. Whatever. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped. But what did he do? But emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of men, and being found in the parents as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Pride ladies and gentlemen, will severely hinder the work of this particular church or any church. A plea goes out for the benevolent fund. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the benevolent fund is used to help people in need. And Some of us sit there in the pew, no, 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 let them go out and work, let them go out and find a job just like I did. fella came up to my window the other night and I just wiped the car off fella leaning up on the car begging me for a dollar and the first thought that came to my mind, no man you can't just lean on the car, just wipe the car did I think of him more highly than I did of myself? no, no ladies and gentlemen, the point I'm trying to make is this easy And what would pride do? What would the sin of pride do eh, right here in the body of Calvary Bible Church? Could shut the church down, couldn't it, if we're not careful. Thinking ourselves more highly than we ought to think. So I see the men. Collecting chairs and tables back in the E.W.A. And someone says, Brother Rutherford, could you give us a hand? Who, me? You can't be talking to me. You see how I dress? (laughs) I can't go lift chairs. You see how we can hinder the work? So, where does that leave us? Do we adopt the attitude of Uzziah and say, God, that message ain't for me. Uh uh, I inherited. Mm -mm, He brought Rutherford, missed it. No. Or do we like Hezekiah, who humbled the pride of his heart? Do we continue on this path of sinful pride and put ourselves in, in, in direct line to, 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 to receive judgment from God? Or do we confess and, and receive His mercy and, and His grace? Can I be honest? Just for a few minutes. Some Sundays it's hard to come to church. Especially when you gotta wear the same suit over and over and over again. What a last Sunday, what the people can say? What the people can think? I gotta wear these same brown shoes. I gotta wear whatever, whatever. i had to do a lot of confessing this week. I've asked God to show me where the sin of pride has crept in and has hindered me, has disqualified me, has has not allowed me to be able to do that which He's called me to do. I was on the bus stop. Several weeks ago. And um, there was this gentleman. And um, didn't, didn't smell the greatest. And um, it was his impression to say hello to him. mm I thought of myself more highly than he did. I missed an opportunity for my light to shine. I missed an opportunity to share possibly the gospel with someone who was in need of it. Because of my foolish pride. Can't let nobody see me standing on the side of the road talking to this fellow. We buy things out of pride. We live places. We go places out of pride. We say things out of pride. We we do so much out of pride. May God... Bring that conviction that's needed through His Holy Spirit as we leave here tonight and cause us to be in a place where we are able to do business with Him. It's not an easy thing to do. How do you respond when you're admonished, when you're told that you're wrong? Husbands, when your wife... uh, gently says that they are not pleased with something you do or have done. How do you respond? Wives, how do you respond when your husbands say, hey, listen, X, Y, and Z? Our initial response is we fly off the handle, don't we? May God provide grace for us all In the next couple of hours, in the next couple of days, as I pray, as we pray, that He does business in our hearts. Amen? Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for the conviction that Your Word brings. God, it's so easy. It's so easy to sin. Especially when we do it in the flesh. Especially when we walk away from your precepts, your law, your ordinances, your word. God, I ask that as we go forth from here, from this place, that you would make us so aware of your presence. That you would cleanse us, search us, as the psalmist says, and see if there be any wicked way in us. But Lord, in the same breath, restore us. Bring us back into fellowship with you. Cause us to walk in a way, Lord, that's pleasing to you. Cause us to walk in such a way that it bears fruit, good fruit, much fruit, that will bring honor and glory to your name. Bring conviction in our lives, dear God, in such a way that uh, instead of breaking down the body, we, we now are able to build up God, we know what your feeling is, what your heart is towards pride. We know you hate it. Oh God, teach us. Help us. We ask these things now, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray.